are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The Flames are on to Vancouver after a 3-2 win over the Winnipeg Jets. Matthew Kachuk called out in the players-only meeting, and what the heck happened during the Knights and Anaheim Duck media availability last night. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now for free on your favorite podcast app so you will never miss an episode, your team every day. It was a great victory Wednesday for all of you Flames fans. I hope that you stayed up to watch the game. I know that I mean, it got over around 1 o'clock this, my time. So what's that for y'all? Like 11? So that's not too, too bad. But we are going to just praise, praise the Flames right now. It was easily their best hockey game that they have played all season long. I thought that they looked wonderful. I thought that they, you know, had a lot of grit There was energy there, and that secondary scoring was just something else. It was such a pleasure to see last night. But, you know, (laughs) Jacob Markstrom, man, I was so impressed with him as usual. But the team just looked like they were finally on the same page, in the same book, same paragraph, same line. Like, it was a really nice game to watch. It was one of the most fun games to watch too. They did not take a lot of penalties last night either. The Flames only took two penalties and they went the entire second period without one. I almost clapped. You know, like when the plane lands and everyone's like, yeah, that was about to be me. But um, You know, I thought that Lucic looked great. I wonder if he's been listening to the podcast and uh, has heard my criticism. I'm just kidding. I really don't know what's going on there, but I don't hate it. He was credited with the second goal of the game, but then that was changed. And then Nordstrom was credited, and then that was changed. But he did have a multi-point game, and I thought that that was great. It was very nice to see the, uh, you know, that depth in the secondary scoring just kind of step up. And it kind of, the way that I see it is like, oh, you know, like, oh, you're only your secondary, uh, you know, your bottom six, they're the only ones scoring. It's like, no, like, you know, they're kind of carrying the weight and that's okay because sometimes, you know, that top six, middle six, they can't necessarily carry the entire weight of the team, believe it or not. Because then, you know, as soon as, the, you know, your top line starts scoring a lot and nobody else is. Everybody's like, oh, why can't anybody else on this team do anything? You know, it's X, Y, and Z carrying this team, blah, blah, blah. Like, you will never make anybody happy, I swear, no matter what happens. But I did compliment uh, Markstrom earlier, and I'm going to compliment him again. I thought that he looked like Tuka Rask out there. And he looked phenomenal. He did not, you know, 
kind of lose momentum at all as the game went on and I thought that it was really nice to see but he had a lot of great saves per usual but the one against Mark Shifley I was just like that that's hot like <laughs> that was wonderful that uh not safe for work content there and there was something I wanted to note about our good pal Elias Lindholm who Again, I see these tweets in the middle of the night, and then I just send them to myself on Twitter if I'm awake enough. <laughs> but since being traded to Calgary, Elias Lindholm has played um, 163 games, and he has earned himself 145 points, 60 goals, and 85 assists. This man is so slept on. I feel like no one gives him proper credit now, I don't know if I'm just not following the right people or what, but I just, I am not seeing this man get enough credit for his, you know, contributions to the team. Also, I was reading the replies to this tweet. It comes from uh, NHL Watcher on Twitter, and everybody was like, he's underrated in fantasy hockey too. So, you know what, if you don't have Elias Lindholm on your fantasy hockey team i suggest you change that and find a way to add him to your team i'm not playing fantasy hockey this year because the shortened season and i just wasn't sure uh you know how things would go but that's a whole different story sam bennett okay you know it had been a week since he had allegedly asked about a trade and wanting a change of scenery but he looked really good on the Gaudreau and Monaghan line, he, you know, passed, this is strictly based on the eye test, okay, but I thought that Sam Bennett played well, and um, I don't know why that is, that was this, <laughs> I say that as if, like, <laughs> he can't play good hockey, that's not what I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what the shift was, because before we were kind of just seeing him you know, I don't want to say dead weight, but kind of sluggish and not really, not really there. But something about him playing with uh, Johnny and Monty just uh, woke him up. That was the second game in a row he's played there. So we will be um, seeing that in the future, maybe, maybe tomorrow against, uh, I almost said against Calgary. No, against the Canucks. But I mean, it's basically a game against like, it's like a Canucks alumni game. Before I preview the next game and fill you in on some news and notes, we are going to take a second to praise our friends at Built Bar. You guys know how much I love those protein bars and how helpful I find them. I think that they are the best tasting protein bars out there. They are 18 amazing flavors and they come 100% covered in chocolate and I am someone with a, with a sweet tooth so having that is just chef's kiss but it's healthy it tastes delicious and you can go ahead and try Built Bar protein bars at builtbar.com and use promo code locked on for 20% off of your next online order. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off of your next order. Locked on Flames continues. Head on over to Twitter and hit the follow button at Jess Belmosto. 
We are going to be talking about COVID and COVID protocols. I just kind of wanted to give that a little heads up before we, you know, get too deep into the segment. But we will be talking about other things um, throughout the segment as well. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. So if you want to skip to the third segment, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so during the third period of the Flames game, I saw tweets talking about the Ducks and Knights being uh, pulled from media availability. I was very confused, but I had a feeling it was COVID-related because I don't know what else it it would be. (laughs) Um, You know, it is kind of unfortunate that, you know, media availability was scratched, but... It's a little bit more unfortunate to see that the league is allowing players to play when they have not received their test results. So there was a positive test result on the Knights during the second period. The player was pulled. And I'm going to read the uh, press release in a moment. But I think what's so confusing to me is the fact that the players aren't sitting until until they get their results back. When I got tested back in December, because I was potentially exposed, I had to um, sit in my apartment after I got swabbed and wait for my results to come back. I could not leave to go to the grocery store. I could not leave to go to work. Obviously, I couldn't go anywhere And until I got that email that said, hey, your results are negative. But... It does. I don't think it should matter if you've been potentially exposed or not, because at this point in the NHL, in the outbreak, I think you're more likely than to get exposed than not. But I guess the league is just too good for that isolation. But the statement from the NHL.com website says, immediately upon notification that one of its players had returned a positive test for COVID-19, Vegas Golden Knights forward Thomas Nozick was removed from Tuesday night's game versus Anaheim and precise ordinance with the teams with the terms of the league's COVID protocol. Nozick was immediately isolated from his teammates and close contact tracing has begun. Okay. Um, I... I <laughs> you guys... <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say. We are a year into this pandemic now, and the fact that we are just not functioning as a league during a pandemic, I know, surprise, surprise, but it just, it makes me scratch my head because it just, it seems like common sense. And isn't that why your taxi squad is there? So if you have like a COVID related thing, like you can just, be like, okay, like so-and-so is going to slot in for this person while we wait. And then say they do get their test results back, they can uh, suit up for game time. I don't know. Seems ridiculous. But then also, New York State, where I am, okay, I took a nap. I, 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 love, my, I love me some naps. Especially yesterday was a really long day for me because I had like 12 hours of schoolwork, like school, and then um, had to do assignments, and then I had to cover the Flames game. (sighs) So I took a nap, okay? I wake up and I see that New York State, that's me, that's where I am, is allowing fans into the arenas later this month. 
with 10% capacity with strict guidelines. Season ticket holders will get first priority. And I just, (laughs) I don't understand how the Islanders and Rangers are going to allow people back into the stadiums or arenas in the middle of a league-wide COVID outbreak when, you know, it's kind of been proven that the on-ice or that the transmission is happening on ice and then, you know, it's cold and germs spread faster in the cold. I am not a doctor and I do not get paid enough to deal with any of this, but I think it is completely irresponsible for the governor of New York to be allowing this. But in non-COVID news, Patrick Laine, we had talked about this yesterday, he was benched because he had an alleged incident with an assistant coach. I guess he was mouthing off. I don't know. But he's uh, him and Torts have moved on, and he'll be in the lineup. You know, cool. Sometimes I just want to scream into the void about this league and how frustrating it is and how sometimes I just think, like, so many of its problems could be resolved with what seems like common sense or Google five minutes with talking to a doctor, anything. But you know what? I don't get paid enough for this. I don't. And you know what? We are going to talk about the Flames heading to Vancouver and some more about Matthew Kachuk. Before we get too ahead of ourselves there, we need to say a huge thank you to bet online ag bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football might be over but nba college basketball and the nhl are in full swing bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv i might need to bet on some 90 day fiance things because ooh, steamy and spicy Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. So they it's real-time coverage, you guys. BetOnline AG has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, just like it's free to subscribe to this podcast. But you can head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online AG, your online sportsbook experts. You're going to want to use that promo code locked on when you sign up for your 50% welcome bonus. So, the Flames are heading over to Vancouver. They posted a picture a little while ago of them, uh, you know, landing. And I just, um, you know, I'm kind of excited. I suppose. This is a really good time for the Flames to um, continue their win streak and hope that the Canucks just keep playing like the Canucks because, by golly, um, I saw on Twitter, again, I follow plenty of Vancouver fans, but I wish I remembered who said it, that um, these next four games against the Flames are going to be telling for Vancouver and people will be moving on, whether that be on or off the ice. And I thought that was interesting. 
because I'm, uh, I wasn't under the impression that the flame, uh, the Canucks were going to make any sort of decisions with the front office in the middle of the season. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. But there has been, of course, trade rumors surrounding, um, oh my goodness, Jake V. I can't think of his last name right now. I'm so sorry. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Anyways, (laughs) Uh, you know, good luck to the Flames, of course. And I meant to say this earlier in the show, but yesterday there was a massive layoff with uh, TSN 1040 and another station, I believed. And the way it was handled and done was completely disgusting. I'm sure you have all seen and heard about it. Uh, My thoughts are with everyone who has been affected, the families of those employees. I just... I'm thinking of you guys, and I'm very sorry that this is what has happened. And, you know, I'm probably just stop supporting Bell and Bell Let's Talk. But we are going to talk about Matthew Kachuk. Once again, saw a tweet in the middle of the night. I does anybody else wake up and check their phone and be like, oh, like what time is it? And then they somehow end up on Twitter for like 15 minutes. Yeah, me too. And Normally, I'll send the tweets to myself, but this time I didn't, and so I don't know who to credit, but this tweet talked about the players-only meeting after that game against Toronto, and it was suggested that they had to talk to Matthew Kachuk about it, quote, not being a riot every night, unquote. Yeah, he has had four points since then, but... He's still playing well. Like, he passes not only the eye test, but his coursey looks good. And, you know, like I said, his eye t- the eye test, he passes it. People get too caught up in the points thing. I get it. I, I mean, it is a super easy way to measure a player's offensive ability. But there's so much more to it. And it's just not necessarily correlated by any means I don't think um you know Kachuk is somebody who knows when to show up and when it's time for him to be Matthew Kachuk and maybe he needed to be served a slice of reality pie and humble pie before he reverted back to his old ways where he was being suspended and I'm sure his teammates were really tired of fighting for him and kind of fighting his battles I mean, I don't, I don't know that for certain. No one talks to me. <laughs> I don't have any inside information, but it's very uh, frustrating to see people allude to the fact that he is a problem when I don't think he is. And if he is, uh, we probably would have dealt with that by now. But that's all I have for you folks today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry this episode is out later than normal, but I will be back tomorrow morning with your uh, game day coverage. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. 
And of course, subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode and you get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each and every day. All right, y'all. I'll see you tomorrow.